Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. It's always so I don't know why I always kind of say my it. name. I don't know how and where that started and why it has continued for four seasons. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. It started know with it's your thing first now. Episode and but I don't know, know like why I do it. But maybe it's because I'm at the end. I'm Val. Like I feel yeah. like we need a little like pizzazz at the end yeah, of our yeah. Jake Tracy Val. Yeah, we always need a little pizzazz. That's why you're on the show, Valerie, to bring the pizzazz. <laughs> oh dang it! I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're the secret ingredient, Val. The secrets in the sauce. <laughs> And you're Italian. You know about these sauces. It's a movie oh. quote, but sure. Okay. Uh, it's now that we've offended tomatoes. Yeah. Now that it's we've offended me, all of our Italian listeners, Tracy. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. <laughs> it's a me, a Chris Pratt. Yeah, I was gonna say if Chris Pratt hasn't driven them all off, I mean, we're, we're he's, fine. Uh, he's the new Garfield. Come on. That looks so cute. I'm excited about the new Garfield movie. It looks adorable. I don't know. I, I think Garfield's kind of played out by now. No. I don't know about that, but I kind of feel like his character in Parks and Recreation, Andy Dwyer, was basically kind of like Garfield. So this yeah. should work okay. Uh, I was going to say, out. I didn't know Garfield was in Parks and Recreation. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Chris Pratt's character. <laughs> Yeah. I tried to watch it again the other day, like it was on TV. Um, because when I'm in hotels, I don't often get to log into streaming, and mm -hmm. so I like have to just kind of click through the stations. And it was on, and I'm like, okay, I'll try. Five minutes in, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. That's fair. Yeah, that's wrong, but you know, fair. <laughs> I don't mind being wrong every once in a while. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure that's not even going to be the most controversial opinion that we have <laughs> on the show tonight as we talked before we started recording. And I do want to let you guys know I've had kind of a emotional day because I finished listening to uh, the Tattooist of Auschwitz. I, I like wow. listened to it over a three-day period really good book like if you can listen to it as well because the uh the narrator is fantastic but really really good book and then i finished it this afternoon i did four hours of class which i have not done four hours of like school in a really long time so my brain it's just mm -hmm. out there mm -hmm. and then i went to a screening about auschwitz <laughs> Oh, I didn't wow. time this at oh, wow. the right time, but it was actually, it's a foreign film um, about uh, Rudolf um, Fritz something. Anyways, he was the commandant of Auschwitz. And um, so my whole brain has been um, in uh, Nazi territory Wow. For the last three <laughs> and then I just got home and we're going to talk about something else that I also feel like kept me hostage for about two hours. Wow. <laughs> I'm not saying that this movie is like the Holocaust. Do not get mad at me. Do not send me hate mail. Yeah. Um, you're 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 yeah you're walking some fine lines there friend. No, i'm just kidding well, I, <laughs> tracy your your italian accent is now officially the least offensive thing that we've said so far on this episode so. no it's i would i would recommend i would recommend both the book um and the movie that i already forgot what's what the, it was called Hold oh on. i was gonna say what's the name of it 
too many things in my brain. You've, it you've is a lot um, of movies recently. the zone of interest, but it doesn't even come out until February 2nd. It's just doing some screenings so Please. that the votes can get in. Right. Um, but it was really interesting because, and I'm still in our rambling time, so I can talk about this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was very interesting because it's the other side of the story that we don't often see. Where when you when we watch a documentary or a movie about the Holocaust, we're usually inside the concentration camp, right? This commandant that was in charge of the concentration camp lived right outside of the gates in this huge house. Oh yeah. Huge yard with a swimming pool and gardens and atrium, greenhouse, all this stuff with his kids and his wife who just lived their mundane lives like nothing was happening on the other right. side of this fence. And so it was just this quiet horror. Mm. Because you know what's going on over there. So we don't see any of it, but we hear it. Mm. And we see them just living their lives like nothing is happening. Like it's just their job. Wow. Yeah, it was very interesting. Uh, you've had a lot of uh, movie screenings lately. I saw your, your schedule. You're doing like four a day. It's that time of year. Well, I'm luckily I'm doing most of them at home. It's screeners. Yeah. Yeah. So I can it's sit right cool. here. I, I have taken over Dave's um, nerd room. Um, my computer is literally sitting on top of some Magic the Gathering cards right now. Shh, cool. Don't tell him. Um, <laughs> we'll never write you out. I moved most of them to the side. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I took over this room and I've just been screening, like you said, two to three movies a day because I've just been so behind. But so far, there's been a lot of really good documentaries and foreign films. That's what I'm mostly nice. behind yeah. on. Um, so those are two of my favorite categories. And um, I'll put up, I'll be putting up a list of like my top five in each category the day that I vote. Um, nice. So that people, and if you're not following me on Facebook on my um it's public, but it's like my page. Um, I am Val Cameron or I am Valerie Cameron. Um, go on there. Cause every day I'm posting photos and trailers of everything that I'm watching. And I do that so that people can be like, Oh, maybe I should put that on a list. Maybe mm -hmm. I should put that on a list. They're not all winners, but so far most of them have been, been pretty good. So. I, uh, I had one that was not a winner. The other day, uh, I tried to watch the uh, Please Don't Destroy, the guys from Saturday Night Live, The Legend of Foggy Mountain. And I got about 40 minutes into it. And I'm like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, done. The trailer made it look okay. And I was like, eh, I'll give it a shot. Terrible. Yeah. When Conan O'Brien is the funniest thing in the movie, and he's a funny oh. guy. But when he's also the best actor, you know, in the first 40 minutes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. he's um, not a good actor. No, but he's he was good in this one for the two minutes he was in. And then after that, it just. So, again, the trailer can make just about anything look good. That one looked I'm like, all right, I'm not expecting much. I'll just see, you know, because sometimes those skits are funny. It's usually the pre-recorded bit that they do. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm like, you know, sometimes those are pretty funny. And then I no, it was just terrible. So well, I do have to say that I I liked I can't give too much away but I really liked the color purple. Good. Um, and then uh, looking forward to that one. Dream scenario, which is one of Nicolas Cage's new movie. Yeah. Is very interesting. Um, That's an A twenty four, right? Yeah, there are so many A twenty four movies. That the one I watched tonight was A twenty four. Yesterday I saw A twenty four. Um, I, every year I get this huge box from neon. I think a 24 has so many movies out. They need to do a box mm -hmm. like that. Um, mm -hmm. that would be really, really good. A 24 has really impressed me this year with, they've had across the gambit of movies. Like normally they're these odd off the wall yeah. movies, but this year they've had some like really quiet 
movies that have been great. Um, like you hurt my feelings, which is one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, and if you haven't seen that yet, you definitely should, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in it. She's oh, the main right. person. And then, um, one of the actors from Outlander who plays the villain is in it and they're both really good. Um, but yeah, this dream scenario, uh, it shows that Nicolas Cage can rein it in when he needs to. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like he was so good in Pig, the movie, yeah. Pig, he Definitely. is really good in this movie, but it's the most unique version of be careful what you wish for movie. Cause we've mm -hmm. all like, that's the oldest story, right? Be careful what you wish for. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. And this is kind of like that. And, but it also has that weird essence of a 24 and Nicholas cage. Mm -hmm. So it's trying to a lot of weird essence right there. <laughs> if Nicholas cage had an Armani um, smell, it would be weird essence. You know how like Johnny Depp has an art. Doesn't Johnny Depp have like yes. an Armani smell yeah, it's or something? I don't know. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to write them a letter and be like, you need to get with Nicolas Cage <laughs> and it yeah. needs to be weird essence. They've, they've been playing the Savage ad during football games recently. And That's weird. yeah, it's really weird. Cause I'm not sure that the average football game watcher is like buying yeah. designer clone, but well, now it's that, a very... now that all the Taylor Swift fans are watching football. Well, they are. They are watching. <laughs> Maybe it's their right. wives. Their wives want their men to smell good. Yeah, yeah. but um, but it's a very weird commercial. If you haven't seen the latest Johnny Depp Savage commercial, it's, it is odd. Yeah, I don't watch commercials. So I yeah, don't know. yeah. Well, um, there you go. I stumbled on something. I haven't watched it yet, but evidently, uh, Boz Lerman has taken the movie Australia, which we have reviewed on this uh, yeah. show. And has mm -hmm. recut it into a six-part miniseries on Hulu. What? It's that wasn't new. even on my it's, radar. It's called Far Away Downs. Uh, I haven't seen anything about it, but I know it's been recut and re-edited and remixed. And so it's the original movie. It's the movie yeah, just as shot. a six-hour mini uh, mini series. So it's, there's obviously footage that was cut yeah. that is out there. So I that think seems to be the rage because Napoleon's going to have a four-hour cut. Uh, on yeah, Apple but it's TV. not going to be a mini series. It should have no. been. It, yeah, it's going to be, be a Snyder cut hour. of Napoleon. And uh, same with uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. I've heard there's a director's cut coming on that one too. I have opinions of both of those movies, but we won't get into that today. You know, Australia. Fun fact was, I think the last movie we talked about before the world shut down. I oh, think you're right. It's our fault. Oh my gosh. No, but I remember we oh, talked about crazy. Australia, and that's when the fires in Australia were happening, and that yeah. was gosh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, All that's right. not really a fun fact because it's not really fun. It's an interesting. Any it's fact can be fact. fun if you spin it the right way. Yeah, I didn't do a good job on that one spinning it. <laughs> it wasn't. And then, really quick, before we get started, you guys both did the five k for the human race. Congratulations. Yeah, it says the guy who did a half marathon. Yeah, the same, same way you do a half you guys, marathon. You guys did. A, yeah, but that was a miserable experience. You guys at least seem to enjoy a little, little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was a 5K. There were yeah. a lot of – my wife and I walked back with, like, the parents with strollers and things mm -hmm. like that. So we were in the back. Um, but it was still a lot of fun. It was a nice way to start but the morning out. and You and never thought that you'd get up early on Thanksgiving to go do a 5K, did you? No, and I still don't know what's wrong with me, the fact that I did it. <laughs> I, I will say the course was really, really pretty easy. The only complaint I have is like within the last mile was the biggest hill of the whole course. Yeah, we, had, uh, we had two hills. Yeah, like in the last mile. And I'm like, why did they put this? They should that. have been at the front of the race I and then the rest that. of it should have been flat. But yeah, yeah. But I had the same thing on mine. The last mile was all uphill and I was so ticked. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so hopefully that won't be the case in Disneyland. No, it's pretty I, flat. I do have to say, like, I pushed to There's, run that last, like, push to, to run under um, the finish line. 
And yeah. then I just kept walking towards my car. And I saw the signs that said, if you're going to do the 10 K, you know, you keep going. And I was like, screw that. Like whoever's (laughs) doing that, like I, if I would have ran any more, I think I would have thrown up. Like I literally (laughs) think so. that was fun. I'm like, I'm just going to keep walking to my car. If I see my car, I know I'm done. And I got to my car and I stretched a little bit before I sat down. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was fun. Um, it's when I saw the parents with strollers going past me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta, like, I gotta keep pushing. <laughs> and then there was yeah. also some like older people that I saw. Yeah, yeah. And so, and they it was a lot of older men, like kind of by themselves. So what I was doing is I'd be like, okay, red shirt up there. I'm going to get to red shirt and uh-huh. then I'm going to try uh-huh. and stay at their pace And then, you know, I'd stop running or jogging and I'd walk fast and then I'd be like, okay, gray shirt up there. And I'd jog over the gray shirt and then like stalk them in their cadence for a little while. (laughs) That's exactly how I do it. I look at a place and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get to that tree. And then you just get to that tree and then you find the next piece because that's, yeah, that's exactly how I do it. Um, It was fun too when the people running the 10K lapped us that i've, was I've had that nice. experience yeah um because all of a sudden we hear the police because the the police were at the front of the race to make sure that uh-huh. the way was clear for those that were going fast on the 10k and they come up behind us we're like what the heck so we come to the side and yeah there's some guy running and we i don't even know if we'd hit the halfway point yet and i'm like yeah mm-hmm. that's about right yeah by the time i start like a, a half marathon at the disney races they'll be like Okay, the very fast uh, pacers, they're on like mile 10. <laughs> yeah. And when I did the half on Thanksgiving Day, I was literally the last person to cross the finish line. But but you did it. I crossed you it. You crossed it. So, yeah. So good that, job, guys. There was a lady that fell down in front of me. She was Ooh. a little bit younger than me. It wasn't that hard of a fall, but like I stopped and I went down to like help her up and she did not. She was very like... I do not want your help and kind of jumped back up. And I'm like, well, maybe she was just embarrassed or something. So I'm like, all right. And I just got back up and ran, but I was like, really? Like, well, I just want to help you. And you would have looked like the biggest (laughs) jerk ever. If you had just like hurtled her, like, yeah, next time at Disneyland, I'm hurtling people. Yeah. If, (laughs) if I fall down in front of you, Val, just jump over me, leave me for dead. Keep going. I'll either you know make it or I won't. Be, you know what I am going to be doing? Running with those candy bars you delivered to my house today. Good. I'm glad you got them. Yeah. We, thanks. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. It was, it was fun. They had, they had uh, at the end, they had water or chocolate milk. Yeah. And I thought, that's pretty I don't, typical. Is it typical? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't do a it's lot a, of. It's a good, especially for those that run. It's like a, you get protein plus the, yeah. Yeah, the liquid and stuff. Yeah. 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 But afterward, I was like, you know, what sounds really good is an egg McMuffin from McDonald's because I was a little bit hungry because I didn't eat beforehand. So I'm not going to do that again. But yeah, yeah, they were all closed, which is great. Good on McDonald's for being closed on Thanksgiving, but uh, also sad because I couldn't get my egg McMuffin. So that's the worst when you really want an egg McMuffin and you can't have it. Yeah. Like you pull in at 1035 and they stop serving breakfast at 1030. Yeah terrible you're like can't you just like, no it's just five minutes ago just yeah i don't want a burger at 10 30 yeah yeah <laughs> i do have to re-examine my life choices want. though at that point too and i'm like why am i at mcdonald's at 10 30 in the morning like this is too late for breakfast too early for lunch what kind of choices am i making in my life here right here i am but yeah. you know what else i don't want at 10 30 i don't want dolls burning at 10 30 Oh my goodness. This is your second attempt at a segue because the chocolate bars were probably the first. And then this is the second. So I tried. I tried. You did. Yeah. So She's we're going like to talk slow, about slow pitching the softball. We're going to talk about Wonka. We have talked about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think when we were doing Tim Burton movies or something, we talked yeah. about it early, early. We're still kind of going to talk about it tonight because we're yeah. going to kind of go back and forth. Well, we got the new one coming. 
Yeah, we have the new Wonka movie coming. I get to see you, that. I was going to say, you haven't screened it yet. On Monday, I think. Nice. Um, yeah, Monday night. Um, I, I have big that. hope for that one. Yeah. Because it's the director of the movie that Jake and I reviewed. You, were, you weren't available that day, but Paddington 1 and 2. And I'm so excited to see what he does with... Because when I first heard they were doing a, a Wonka, especially um, like a, a prequel... Mm -hmm. I was like, do we really need that? Do we? And then I saw who was directing it. I'm like, yeah, okay, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think I get to bring people with me if anybody, if you guys. Oh, I'd be down. Absolutely. If you guys want to go, yeah. I'll find out for sure. But okay. I think it's like a public screening. They already had the press screening gotcha. for it. So I'll see. I'll find out. And if we all get to see it, then we can all do, um, we can actually really okay. talk about it. But yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I think what I really like um, about because um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory we talked about before, and it doesn't necessarily hold up all the way, even though I know that families still watch it and introduce their kids to it. And I watched it a lot when I was little. But um, with um, Willy Wonka and with the new Wonka movie, I think the visuals and the colors, like if you were just to watch the trailers of both, it mm -hmm. sucks you in. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things I did like about Willy Wonka was how it updated everything, but not so much that it didn't seem whimsical. You know how sometimes they'll update something and it's so changed that you kind of lose the magic in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. It was whimsical. Um, but there were a lot of parts in Willy Wonka that scared now, me more than the original. <laughs> no, hang on, because Willy Wonka is the original. I Charlie thought Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Factory is, is, the is it? Yes. Am I doing this backwards? Okay. Yeah, Willy Wonka is the Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder is okay. Willy. I am sorry. So swap that. Just Re what does he wait, do in the movie? That. Reverse that. The little, <laughs> yeah. the little Willy Wonka there. Okay. So just, yeah, um, Johnny Depp's movie. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I do think it, there was some really creative ways to update that movie with some of the things that we remember from the original movie um, that I thought were very creative. Now, yeah. the original movie, there were a lot of scary parts, like when they go through the tunnel. Oh, yeah, that yeah. scared me so oh, much yeah. as a kid. Um, but I do think there were a few more terrifying in the, in, is it a remake or a reimagine? Like it's, I think it's well, a remake. It's a reimagine, right? I don't know if it's a reimagine. Cause I don't, I don't different. know that it, I don't know that I'd call it a remake. Cause I don't think Tim Burton was trying to do yeah. the same story. I mean, I it is the same story cause it's based on the same book. Right. But I don't think he was basing it on the old movie. It, it didn't feel imagined to me. Whereas when I think of reimagined, I think of them like putting a different spin on it, like well, putting a but, twist on it. But they do because they give him yeah. a backstory. Whereas dad was a dentist. I had a terrible time with that. I know, I but that. but that makes it more of a reimagining because they yeah. did try to add something though, to me. Huh? To me. To me, that really doesn't. That's just adding a little bit. I, I just think of a reimagining like you you turn this you twist the story more instead of just yeah, adding i don't know it. that i agree with that because the color purple and we can talk about when when that comes out because i really think we should all you should see it and we need to do an episode on it but i've seen the original i've read the book the new one is a musical version of it so i think it's a reimagined well, it's I would a say it's reimagined. but the yeah. story is the same it's a yeah. reimagine of the same story so i would say that Johnny Depp's version, or I guess it's not his version, it's Tim Burton. Tim Burton's it, version funny. is a reimagined yeah. version because you still have the story that we all know, but he put his own because it's not a remake. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it's a I I guess I would say it's not a remake or a rematch. It to me, it's like all the different versions, you know, we're we're talking at Christmas time, it's post Thanksgiving. So all the different versions of a Christmas Carol, I wouldn't say those are remakes of 
the original Christmas yeah. Carol. It's just another yeah. telling of that story. Yeah, that, I think um, that's fair. I think that's, or, a, that's a decent way of saying it. Yeah. Or Little Women would be another similar one where they've done a <laughs> lot of different. And we're probably, just, I'm probably just being overly semantical here, but yeah. What? I mean, we all have different definitions of things. So right, I, could, right. I could say it's not a reimagining, Tracy, if you'll say it's not a remake. And then we'll just I, agree I, it's neither. You know what? I'll meet you yeah. there. Yeah. Sir? I don't know. Gentleman handshake, virtual. <laughs> you guys both did the same hand. That's a weird handshake. No, because you both do the right hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But to me, you're both going in. Oh, <laughs> see, to me, I'm on the top. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that out of con anyway. That's a reimagined handshake. It is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is what I'll say, and I know Tracy, you disagree with this hundred percent, okay. and that's okay. Yeah. I liked the Tim Burton Charlie and the Chocolate Factory more than Willy Wonka. Part of it is Willy Wonka was not a huge part of my childhood, like it was yeah. for a lot of my friends. A lot of people that are my age or a little bit older, just a touch older, like Tracy. Um, <laughs> like, I think a lot of people in those age ranges grew up with Willy Wonka. And for them, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was never going to hold up the same. I think that's part of it for me. I think the other thing is I love Tim Burton and I love his style. Um, but Gene Wilder was much better as Willy Wonka than, than Johnny Depp. Yeah, I, and, I mean, I can Francis McDormand. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay, that was solid. That was good. And usually, Francis is really good in everything, but this movie, I don't know. There's something yeah. odd about it. She had an, an interesting take on this. Would you say it was a reimagined? Thing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> You know what we need? We need a Coen Brothers version of Willy Wonka. That's Do what we, we? need. <laughs> Although they kind of split up now. Now it's just uh, Joel, I think. Hmm. Ethan's not really doing anything right they, now. They just, like, did they split up from making movies or being yeah. brothers? Or no, both? making movies. Uh, Ethan is working on, I think, like a TV series. And Joel's got a new movie coming out that he wrote by himself. Cool. Interesting. So we'll see how that goes, but. Um, but I would say, okay, so to me, okay, here, here's, I'm, I just thought of a good reimagining. So you okay. have the original movie Fargo and then they have taken it. And just because we're talking Coens, this is how my brain works, but they've reimagined it as a mini series several, this is like it's fifth season and telling yeah. different versions of that story, reimagining it. So there you go. That's, that's to me, that's a different thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Cause you're not retelling the story, but you're reimagining and taking it's, it's like it's like J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Yeah, that was yeah, a re that's a reimagined. Yes. Yeah. You know what I really like about all three movies, um, because if you have watched the trailer of the new Wonka movie, mm -hmm. is all three of the movies have the same Oompa Loompa song. Yeah. And I, I thought the second one does. They do the Oompa Loompa. They it's different in the second one. They're it's all like original songs. And they're I the songs they that are in the book. Still had a moment where they did it. Maybe they. Maybe there's a moment. I'll have to. I don't know. I. I don't know. I don't remember. I could there be being wrong, a moment. But I, but I know each of the songs did. were different. But but you like the Oompa Loompa singing. I do. Yeah. 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 yeah and I love. Um, Hugh Grant. Hugh. Yeah, Hugh Grant. That looks hilarious. I'm glad we're getting like this new. Um, reimagined Hugh Grant moment in the world right now. <laughs> he's been he's been in at least five movies in the past oh, yeah. two years, uh, and it's and like Dragons. all of these rando, like oddball parts. And I I kind of love it. I yeah. I really liked him in Dungeons and Dragons. I thought he was really yeah. I didn't really expect it. Uh -huh. He's kind of entering his post. Leading man, romantic he's, lead, he's entering phase. His Nicolas Cage stage. Yeah, he's like, leaning into it. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. which I love. He's yeah, like, I don't absolutely. have to be the leading man anymore. I can be weird. I can and, do weird stuff. But I really stuff. like seeing that there's like a head Loompa, mm -hmm. and and he's like the Jiminy, maybe the Jiminy Cricket for Wonka. Like that's right. what I'm getting from the trailer. Yeah, I, really that, hope, yeah. I really hope that that's the case. Um, 
it's going to be interesting too because I've heard it's a musical, but the trailers haven't really suggested that I much. I think there is music like the original, right? Um, but, but I, I don't think it was it's like, like a full on. I don't think it's a full on musical. But that's I what I've heard. Heard. So I'm curious. Well, I don't know. So. Um, I love Timothy Chalamet. He has grown yeah. on me, not literally, but. I've, you should get that checked out. I've grown to like it. I've got a bad case of Chalamet. <laughs> I have some cream for that. Chalamet growing all over me. I I've don't know got, what's going I've on. I've got some salve. It's like a fungus. Um, <laughs> no, he's really like grown into his own. He's been yeah, a he very has. interesting. And, and he's fun. taken some chances very yeah. young in his career, which usually that can be kind of scary. Um, and you usually do that once you've like shown people that you can do what they feel comfortable with and then you go weird. Right. Um, like Johnny Depp, like he started out very safe and mm -hmm. then he started taking these chances, you know, when he was in the height of his career, he was taking all of these chances, mm -hmm. which I thought was very cool. And I respected about Johnny Depp. Um, I guess I still respect it cause he's still around. Um, right. but I do like that about Timothy. Um, yeah, at a young right. age, just kind of take, he's just, he's not like making himself in this little box. He's yeah, so, And, and I like, I've seen him twice on Saturday night live. He has a real silly side to him too, yeah. which is a lot of fun. Which you don't get when you watch Dune. There's not Dune. a whole lot of silly Dune. side in yeah. Dune. <laughs> um, I'd like to see the outtakes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet they had fun behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. I bet they do. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned Hugh Grant and I just realized he was also in Paddington too. Yes, he was. So That's was this right. director kind of pulling a Tim Burton? He's starting to collect his group of actors. He's going to bring be. with him. That could be. Movie. Yeah. Maybe Timothy Chalamet will end up being his Johnny Depp. Just like Scorsese. His Scorsese is Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. 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 Okay. I guess you would. Well, I don't know either one of those. It'd be fine to, to be, you know, somebody's Leo or yeah. somebody's Johnny Depp. Yeah, I'm just somebody's Jake Dietz. That's all we like. Are. It. You're our Jake Dietz. Oh, you guys are too kind. And you have a lovely family. I wasn't complaining about being Jake Dietz. I'm sorry if that came across that way. There's a lot of misunderstandings in this show tonight. Yeah, I feel bad. Like I wasn't. Maybe uh, next episode we need to reimagine need how we run our show. Yeah, it'll be movies that make us reimagine. It'll be weird. Tracy's gonna have hair. It's gonna be, I'm gonna be bald. Why can't I be the bald one? Well, you could. Sure, you totally could. Work, work you could for get some Natalie tattoos, Portman. Jake. I'll get a. I'll get a head tattoo. I, I mean, you have the, you the have hair. all of that space. I you, do. I got all that all that real estate to work with. It's a blank canvas. Yeah. yeah. Dave just looks at me and he's like, I could do so much with yeah, that. Yeah, I was just wondering if, well, if every time he sees you, he's just like, the mm. things I could do mm. with Tracy's mm. head. Not in a yeah. weird way. Not in, like, not, not, not in a weird well, way, but just in a totally not normal in a way. Silence like of the lambs, in all over it. Not it in the silence of the lambs. It puts tattoos on its head or else it gets the, yeah. Anyway. So what else do we like about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Lead us through this, Jake. Lead us through. So Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original with Gene Wilder. Let's talk a little bit about that one. Back on the track, yeah. Yeah. Um, this, it, it's an interesting movie. I have some issues with the family dynamic in Willy Wonka <laughs> and the Chocolate Factory. Grandpa Joe in bed with the four, hey, three other. Yeah, like what's up with that, Grandpa <laughs> Joe? Like all of a sudden he gets a golden ticket and you're up dancing around and singing and whatever. It's, it's the magic I mean, it's of chocolate. It's kind of like a kid when they're sick. Yeah. As soon as you come home and you're like, hey, we're gonna go to Chuck E. Cheese, and they're like, I feel Yay! fine. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Like you I, make yeah, your I choices. I wouldn't want to get up and do the laundry like she has yeah. to do that laundry. Yeah, that yeah. Go hard. get coal and do all these things if i could say i've got to lay in bed yeah yeah i'm too sick to get the up. bed doesn't look but i'm not too sick to go to the chocolate factory exactly yeah. nobody's too sick to go to yeah. the chocolate factory it's true except for people that hate chocolate and i know you're out there who are like yeah. some kind of lemon 
whatever. If you're listening, this may not be the episode for you because we go <laughs> kind of chocolate heavy in this one. Um, I also i I liked the Grandpa Joe in Willy Wonka more than I did in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. I think he's just he stands out a little bit more in my mind. I don't know. In the original. In the original, yes. Yeah, yeah I would agree with that. Although I didn't mind, I I do feel like. The original movie doesn't really get started until it hits the chocolate factory. Like it's kind of finding its footing in a way. And then I felt like in the Tim Burton version, it was going along really well until it hit the factory. And then I felt like it kind of fell off to me. Yeah. So So Charlie and the chocolate factory was made in 1971. Yeah. I was born Jake. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was 2005. So that was a lot of time. Oh, it doesn't feel like between, it was that long ago. Between yeah. that. It was That's almost 20 ago. years old. Oh my Holy God. cow. Sorry that I just. <laughs> well, these are the kinds of moments where I feel like I'm getting older. You know? Yeah. Like it, it started like happening was... more and more over the last few years where it's like, oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings is 20 years old now. I'm like, how did that how that did... just came out right. <laughs> just just came out i don't know and this is 18 years old i remember yeah. very distinctly when this one came out and i remember going to the theater because i you know it was tim burton and it was right. johnny depp and that's usually a winning combination for me i love the animatronics that are creepy that val alluded to at the beginning that catch on fire when they're singing it's perfect like it's good i i like when they get to the chocolate factory and i like the reimagining or the redoing or the take that tim burton has on the chocolate factory yeah but it's been a while since i've seen that one we'll call it timmy's take (laughs) but i do think you're right though jake because i like i grew up on the original like that was yeah that was a vhs staple like we'd just watch it and rewind it and watch it and i had that movie memorized and and i love the roald doll books like i read almost all of his stuff yeah so i realized that the book was very different from the movie um and that tim burton's is a little bit more true to the yeah horse material yeah other than the whole dentist thing his dad and and to me i don't know i just have a problem when you try and tell the story of i i don't necessarily like prequels i guess yeah, I'm, it just felt unnecessary. Like you don't need to know what makes some. Sometimes you don't need to know what makes this character tick. Like to me, that's why I really like the Gene Wilder version. Yeah, you never know. Like you kind of get the sense that he would be totally okay if Augustus got stuck in that pipe and just stayed there. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, Gene Wilder's character is like he's almost hoping that the kid yeah, right? somehow get mangled <laughs> or die or something. <laughs> Like Johnny Depp's character, Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka is much more, I think, apathetic. Like, oh, shoot. Yeah. His, his to me was like a stunted, like arrested development type of character in terms of it felt like a child that never developed into the adult. Yeah. See, and I didn't take that at all. I felt like he was almost like he didn't care that it happened. Like, oh. Johnny Depp. Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Oh like, yeah. It was just so it was like, oh, oops. And then like inside he's giggling. <laughs> yeah. So I think he was just as odd and weird and didn't care about those bratty little kids. I know, yeah. but there's a sense of menace to me with the Gene Wilder version that I didn't necessarily get with the Johnny Depp one. I mean, I think there's a sense of menace with Gene Wilder. <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. Yeah, I like he was a wily guy. <laughs> it feels like in the in the Johnny Depp version that a lot of the stuff that's happened that happens to the kids just kind of happened. Uh-huh. Like he didn't plan it beforehand, and that's yeah. why he's kind of like, oh, you know, he doesn't seem to really care. Right. And that's kind of where that menace isn't there. Uh-huh. But in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, it feels like, and especially at the end when he's yeah. like, this whole thing was a test and you passed, yeah. it feels like, like he, he did he his research. It all. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had he his guy. kids, and he's like, okay, yeah. I know exactly what's going to get every single one of them. Yeah. Yep. And then, I mean, just some of the practical effects just kill me. That that blow up suit where she becomes a blueberry, and it's mm-hmm. obviously just a, a airproof suit that they pumped a bunch of air into. But I totally go with it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> but I like that character in both movies. I I like that character in both. I like the original Veruca Salt better. I don't I know. Yeah. I, I kind of love um, Anna Sophia. I think she does a good job. I like I like the Mike TV better in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but I think it was because that's more what I think of as somebody who's watching too much TV, playing too many video games. Yeah, so kind of yeah. that. The original modern, kids is a little bit more annoying. Yeah, like I I was post cowboy on TV all the time kind of phase. Like that was pre. Me oh, that was TV. more of the time period. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And even then, even by the early 70s, that was, was kind a little of antiquated. Yeah. Out. Yeah. 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 So uh, I like Charlie better in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think Freddie Highmore's. Freddie Highmore really, is a really good, especially he's a as a good kid. actor. He pulled off yeah. some great performances. Yeah. I never liked Charlie's hair in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> but again, that's a product of its time. Um, I love one of my favorite parts in the original is that teacher who's like, now if I had to say you had a hundred chocolate bars, he's like, I, I only had one. He's like, one? <laughs> How could you yeah. only have one? <laughs> I can't do the math with one. Okay, so you had a hundred. You know, that, I don't know, there's something about that teacher that cracks me up. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what everybody was buying up the chocolate bars and <laughs> couldn't afford it. What do you mean you bought one? Yeah. The shame in the kid for his chocolate habit. <laughs> did Valerie, did you get one chocolate bar from Jake? No. No, she I'm got not 20. gonna eat all of them. I know, I know. Per se. <laughs> At once. I just gave my dad one. I Considering shared I had half of a cheesecake factory peppermint chocolate mint thing for dessert tonight, which was wow. lovely. That sounds yeah. amazing. That was fantastic. Can't go wrong with Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Just like you can't cheesecake go. with a mint brownie and... Mm. At least for their cheesecake, you can't go wrong. As long as yes, you pick I've never had a bad piece of cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory. Now their food... I hope not, because it's in the name. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can have a bad cheesecake. I don't no, know you can't. I've never had a bad cheesecake. You can. Uh, you I've can. seen it. Yeah, you can. Okay. If it's overdone or underdone, it's That's not very true. good. That's true. Or if there's like too many, some people like to get too schmancy and like put too many things on it. Kind of like those um, donuts that are really just small diabetic cakes. Yeah. <laughs> like I just oh, want to just oh, give a, me a donut. Just give a me new, a cake. I don't need. There's a new place open and, and this is in Provo. Surprise, surprise. Um, but it's a donut sandwich with ice cream in the middle. And then they do like all sorts of mix-ins on top of that. And I'm like, my blood sugar went up 300 points. Just looking at that. That is incredible. That sounds, you know, whatever, delicious or whatever, but it sounds great. It also sounds incredibly messy. How do you eat a donut (laughs) ice cream sandwich? Because like, if it's a glazed donut, you're going to get the glazed stickiness all over and then the melty ice cream. I guess you just put it in the bowl and you're like, going to look like Augustus glue. It's just, yeah. Be... Yeah. yeah. With the chocolate. Augustus. That's I love, the other thing. I love, I I love, love that he just different. eats the microphone. <laughs> That's going to hurt later. <laughs> Augustus. No. Sometimes like, you just, you just you, get, you know, you've been to Germany. How bad is that accent? Um, it is the typical, exaggerated hollywood german accent that is not they don't run around talking like that just like how in a lot it's getting better uh-huh. uh i was just watching air today and when they're arguing in german at the adidas um headquarters that's very that seems pretty spot on because okay. they're not yelling they're just because here's the thing germans don't actually yell everything they say they, they don't like it yeah but that's the Hollywood portrayal that's been around, well, I mean, forever, for 70, 80 years. So, yeah. 
Um, and there's reasons for it, and I get that, and I understand just, it. But yeah, the journey no, it's not a, in the throat a lot. That's Dutch. Germans oh. don't actually go that much in the throat. But <laughs> see, it's you already saw my Italian accent, so we know that I am not the master of accents. Yeah, and this German accent in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was probably on par with your <laughs> Italian accent. It was just as like, but. It, it is a stereotypical Hollywood German accent. They're either very menacing or just really goofy. Later kinda, Hosen and yeah, yeah. Which nobody actually wears Later Hosen in Germany anymore, except for like cultural shows uh-huh. that they're putting on and stuff. Like nobody's walking around in Later Hosen. Just in case you were wondering, Dang at least it. not where I was in Germany. Maybe it's different in uh, <laughs> the South. You did <laughs> in Bavaria. So, but no, I, I like Augustus Gloop. I think that's who I would have been in the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. Going after the Chocolate River? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they just told me to eat anything. I, And I think what he heard was eat everything in this room. Yeah. And so oh, he just I, I would it. love to eat anything in that room. That room is like one of my favorite set pieces. Yeah. It, it is really fun. I like, because again, we're talking about a lot of the practical effects. And so I like... Right. Like in the giant mushroom, they had like the cream. The cream. Yeah. Yeah. Like I always looked at that and thought it just looks delicious and fun. Uh-huh. I think they really capture the whimsy of the factory in that scene. And then they follow it up with the tunnel that is terrifying. Yes. I don't understand so why scary. that tunnel is there. <laughs> I, I, I think drop some I think it's to warn you like what's to come. And with every good thing, like all of that chocolate and sweets, comes Something bad. Um, so yeah, it was scary, but like I, I get it now. When I was a kid, I was like, oh my gosh. Right. But I also love in the original, like all the little things that made the candies, all yeah. the weird noises and the uh, bubbles mm-hmm. and then the presses and then mm-hmm. you know, when it yeah. would come out. I just think that's so neat still like i really like that i bet you the sound designer was like going into work every day just giggling just like i get to go do this today i just i i thought it was fun i thought the sound effects were fun when i was younger i watch it now and i'm like there's no way they can scale up that production to like distribute that candy (laughs) to the whole world because it's like producing one everlasting gobstopper at a time these are just test makers in his. Yeah, I haven't rolled out yet. Like it it's was, the it, least. Like if he made an entire river of chocolate, he can scale. They it's, can't show you where they actually make all the chocolates because you would see that it's not OSHA back there <laughs> with, yeah. all, oh, that, that with all the Oompa Loompas losing yeah. their fingers. Yeah. I mean, maybe in the Johnny Depp version, you know, they would I don't, show that. And I guarantee you, those Oompa Loompas aren't unionized. No, well, the Gene Wilder version. I'm not sure they're even paid. So exactly, but they're they were saved. He rescued them. Yeah, and then he exploited them. I mean, that's 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 the way. This is the way. (laughs) This is the way, Tracy. (laughs) From the beginning of time. So it's a metaphor. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like he was like, do you think? Roald Dahl was thinking, do you think it would be too like too on the nose. nose if I made them like dark skin? They're like, you well, can't. In the book, I think they are, aren't they? I can't remember. It's been a I long time since they're I've read from the deepest, book. darkest Africa. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I, I kind of remember them being like dark skin, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, in the movie, they wisely decided I, to make them orange. orange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it is, I think, a commentary on the white savior yeah. complex. That's why I'm a little excited to see like the backstory of Oompa Loompas and Wonka. Like Tracy, we're opposite on this. I like to see the backstory on how somebody got to where they are. And so the fact that we get to see this Jiminy Cricket type Oompa Loompa that looks like he's kind of, you know, helping him go in whatever direction he's going in. Like, that'll be an interesting take on the whole Oompa Loompa race of people. Um, 
Jake, in the first version, first published, the Oompa Loompas were a tribe of 3,000 amiable black pygmies who were imported from the deepest, darkest part of the African jungle where no white man had been before. Yeah. So, yeah. I think um, they changed I, that in later printing. Thank goodness. Yeah. But I, I, guess, I guess it depends, Val. I, just because I'm maybe because I've been thinking lately about the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And it's like that was a bad backstory. Uh, that made me remember the prequels and you kind of ruined Darth Vader for a while. And that upset me. So I, I guess it depends. You didn't like the Star Wars prequels, Tracy? I didn't know that. Just kidding. I didn't know that. I liked the last like five minutes of Revenge of the Sith. And the, the lightsaber battle in the first one was great. Yeah. It was really cool. Darth Maul <laughs> was a great character. But. Wygon was a great character. <laughs> but yeah. So right. I guess. I would like bit. to see Qui-Gon's. I want more Qui-Gon in my life. Yeah. Liam's getting a little old, but I think he could still do it. Yeah, could be Liam Neeson. Hey, you he's could got a particular now. set of skills. Yeah, <laughs> you can do it. But he's making all the heist movies. Every every movie that he does now is some kind of revenge thriller. And it's so funny because I, when I first got introduced to Liam Neeson, he was doing like voiceovers for documentaries. That was his big thing, and then yeah. it became you know the action star guy, which was great. Yeah, and in between there, he was the Jesus Lion in the Narnia. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He was uh, also in Love Actually. He was also in Love Actually. Which, one of my favorite Christmas movies. There you go. And now it's that time of year. Bust all those out. Yeah. So I have a real quick story. I have a friend who um, has has a movie collection, huge movie collection. And he's big, big, big horror film. So a horror film fan. And so he, he puts on his drive that he shares with me and a couple people. All of his Halloween movies. And uh, they're from his own personal collection that he's ripped and pulled and stuff. And then he collects his, his sister hates all the horror movies. And so she loves all the Hallmark Christmas movies. So he has to pull all the Hallmark movies that, uh, that come out and pull those for her and put them up there. So it always makes me laugh because at Halloween, you get just deluged with every imaginable horror film. And then at Christmas, every Hallmark film comes onto the, onto the system. I can save you a lot of time. Just watch one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're all the same, which everybody knows. Yeah. I'm not but, telling you something you don't know. You know, but if you're into that, I'm uh, no shame in there. Like what you like, man. Yeah. They're good to have on just in the background. Cause if you fall asleep during one, you're okay. And you wake up a couple hours later and you're halfway through the next one. You're fine. You just pick it right up. Yeah. Anyway, I have nothing against the Hallmark movies. I'm sorry. I don't want to. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people. I don't there. like them. I know. <laughs> I know. I, maybe I, get, I get why other people do. Sure. They're not my jam. Yeah. Neither are slasher horror films. Right. Um, so this drive of uh stolen content is not for me. It's not stolen content. I told you it's from his own personal collection. Do you read right before the movie comes on? that says you should not duplicate these movies. That is against the law. He has digitized his version because, and keeps Uh them on his own drive. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because right now, you can't buy like all the physical media is going away. Casey, you do not need to explain your friend's law breaking to me. It's fine. I'm fine with whatever anybody wants to do in their home. No, I'm leaving it in. (laughs) The FBI's probably already tapped this conversation. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to be caught if trying the to destroy FBI the cares evidence. about this right now, it's a pretty slow year. <laughs> it would be like, oh, it's the end of the year and we didn't meet our quota yet. Oh, so I think we all grew up watching movies believing wholeheartedly that the FBI does care yeah. about Just like if we rip, rip the tag off of our uh, the mattress. Mattress, yeah. yeah. Another Tim Burton reference. Yeah. Yep. He's everywhere. Tim Burton. (laughs) Okay. So I'm right. I kind of like the same amount of the original as I do of Tim Burton's. I think that there's a big portion of the original that I like, but there's a bunch of stuff that I don't think works anymore. Mm -hmm. And there's a big chunk 
of Tim Burton's that I think is great ideas. And then there's another half of it that I was, it didn't work for me. So I think if you put them together, I can see that then they would be a solid film for me. Um, when I was younger, I'd watch it all the time. Um, the Tim Burton version I've seen twice. I don't think I'd ever need to see it again, but I think they're still both like, a C plus B minus for me, which is fine. Um, I hope the new one, like I have hopes that that one is mm -hmm. going to be like a B plus for me. I'm hoping that that's my prediction of it. Uh, I, for the original, I think it's a, it's a B for me. I mean, I, I still like it. It, I don't like it as much as, uh, the Johnny Depp, Charlie and the chocolate factory. I don't remember what grade I gave that when we originally did this. So I'm not yeah, going to I give it remember. a grade now. So I don't purge, perjure myself. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I like the original. I, I really think that the new one that's coming out, I think there's a lot of reasons to think it's going to be very, very good. But I always get nervous when someone says, let's take this known entity <laughs> that there is no backstory for. Similar to what you said, Tracy. Yeah. And we're going to create it. Like, Rings of Power was not a horrible series. But I don't know that it really added to my love of Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Like they were hoping that it would. And, and yeah. so I don't know if this one will add to my love of Willy Wonka. Yeah, like I said, when they first announced it, I was like, oh boy, I don't know. And then yeah. I heard it was being directed by the same, and I feel bad, I can't remember the director's name, but I loved Paddington and Paddington 2, and that was one that we got several suggestions to to review, and neither one of us had seen it, and that's, like, Paddington 2, I think, is just about as perfect of a movie as I've seen in a while. It's so well done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got a lot of high hopes for this one. Um I like Chalamet. I think he could do a, a good job with it and uh, excited to see what we'll do. I, I, I grew up with this one. I'd probably still give it like an A minus B plus the yeah. Johnny Depp one, probably in the B minus range ish, but it's been a while. So I could be wrong, but I'm with Val. I don't know that I need to go back and, and review it. But if, if the original's on and I'm channel surfing and it's a Saturday, I'll, I'll sit and watch it again. Paul King is the director. Paul King. Thank you. Yes. I, I wish that here at the end of this episode, we had Paul Draper here as a guest so he could sing um, the song that Gene Wilder sings in Willy Wonka because uh, he does a great version of it. It's oh, amazing. I haven't heard that one. He does it. He does it like as part of his magic show when he would do it at Fan X, uh -huh. he'd do it like toward the end. And he would, it was, it, he's got I, a great voice. If you've never heard him that. sing, he's got an amazing voice. What so. can't he do? He's I don't know. An amazing yeah. human. Right. Yeah. He is extremely talented. Yeah. Um, but Look him up online. And if you have a chance to see him, cause you can see him virtually and in person. Um, you should Paul Draper. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic magician. If that's, I don't know if that's the right word. Illusionist. Illusionist. I think he's a mentalist. I think he's a mentalist. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And really, really, really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's our Wonka episode. This might rank up there with our Karate Kid episode. I was going to talk more about this than we did Karate Kid. Yeah. Karate Kid was not like at all. They both beat Back to the Future, though. The original. Well, we appreciate everyone's support. Thank you for watching and listening. Um, we have some great stuff coming up in December and then into 2024. And of course we'll be in Disneyland in January, uh, running a 10 K it's for Eating a good cause. Days. Yeah. Well, probably not at the same time. I think we'll oh, run the 10 K first. You know, cause you got to have a little energy. I, I think if they had like at the three mile mark, if they had a beignet plate, whoo. this is what happens, Tracy, as we run through downtown Disney, the beignet spot is right there and we need to have somebody ready to hand us. Open. It is because when I went and watched my ex-husband run, he ran past us and I'm with all the kids and we all have white powder all over us because we're eating beignets out of a bag. I'd be surprised, but okay, we'll see. I hope so. 
I just if, want if Babe can provide beignets for us. Oh, I he's am. not going to be up that early. He's not going to be awake until <laughs> my, like ten o'clock. My Babe will be up. That yeah. Early. Okay, if Erica can can provide beignets, then I I mean I'm already a fan finish, of Erica. Even I was going to say I'll be a fan for life, but. If it's at yeah. the finish line, yeah, either way, yeah. If I yeah. get beignets, I'm a happy boy. Yeah, we'll so. we'll see, we'll see if we can get them. Um, I'd even settle for just an egg McMuffin at the end of the race. <laughs> there is a McDonald's across the street. Yeah, so I, I well. think if we can pull that off, that would be great <laughs> as well. Anyway, make sure to follow us as we get ready for that race, and make sure to follow us on all of our social media. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so you never miss an episode. And until next time, we won't see you at the movies. Bye. What was that? This has been an Age of Geek media production.